0: Hey, everybody. This was a really great one. This is me, Ben Jammin, and Captain Kicks, but really mostly those two talking about what's going on right now in the market using some technical tools like a website called NFT Go that actually shows uh, some really great volume charts that are much different than your average NFT volume charts. And then actually talking about bear market strategy and how to operate in a bear market so that you're ready the next time, uh, you know, some, some volume or a bull market comes around round i really enjoyed this one uh benjamin's a wizard with these tools and and with strategy and obviously kicks uh is also no slouch my connection was a little bit rough so sorry if any of that is there but i just let ben and kicks do most of the talking as usual this content is sponsored by ftx Sign up at the nifty.com slash FTX or with the code the nifty on your FTX mobile app. FTX is rolling out a fractional share stock trading product so and, and without any payment for order for, uh, flow, so your trades will not be front run. Really cool product that FTX is rolling out if you want exposure to stocks. Um, but yeah, hope you enjoy the show. In this video, we are discussing how the crypto markets are down, but NFT volume is actually slightly up what exactly does as usual nothing in this video is financial advice we are not financial advisors the nft space is incredibly risky so always do your own research and as usual if you enjoy this content hit the like button smash the subscribe button do all that you know what to do gentlemen nft volume is up even though crypto is down having said that it's by no means a bull run on nfts right now what do you make of what we are seeing right now, both markets.
1: Yeah, great question, Ben. You want to kick it off with some uh, home building advice, or no? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, we'll talk about that in a little bit when we uh, when we transition. But um, yeah, I would say that when you're looking at the the NFT volume, you'd have to talk about it relatively. You know, it, it's I, I don't see it really being too up compared to any time in the last month but it's definitely been a little stagnant and I think when people see that and they see that it's difficult to find liquidity then you get more undercutting and projects that are not going to have um, sustainable volume tend to see uh, a lot more dramatic decreases in their floor which then leads to other people panicking and and listing even lower so there's, there's some of that like death spiral that we've seen in nft projects but i think when you have the, the mid tier that was around 1 to 2 eth that has dropped to more like a half eth or so that's where you're going to find a lot of the better buys so i'm looking for projects that have been around for a while that are still building that are you know probably within like the 0.2 to 0.6 ranges i think that's a that's a fair range to find undervalued projects the ones that have dipped below like 0.1 that have been around it's going to be difficult to, to get those up again, especially when you start consider there being, um, you know, cell walls of, of a lot of listings and things like that. So the, the ones that are above 0.1 and below one ETH, I think are are probably in the best, best range for, you know, hitting some kind of relief bound.
0: Absolutely. Kix, you're, you're the volume master. What do you make of what's going on?
1: Yeah, well, like Ben, Ben spot on. You know, like even the volume being relatively better over the past couple of days, it's still a far cry from like you know the hundred million that we were averaging for the most of this year. So, even if we're at you know fifty million a day, if if the market was stable at hundred million, you know, we're still going to uh, see downward um, you know pressure potentially. But we bottomed out on the twenty fourth at twenty six million. Excuse me. And despite crypto crashing on the twenty sixth, we did forty-two million. So I mean that that was you know close to a fifty percent increase. And then today we're at twenty-nine million, even with ETH down uh, further, um, and we still got you know eight hours left in left in the day. Um, but yeah, the problem is is that especially established projects with high floor prices, they can still go down even if volumes going up. It's simply because if there's more sellers than buyers, right, um, you know, the floor people can be undercutting the floor price even with volume going up. So when I look at this volume, it's definitely not like the volume levels where I'm like, OK, I want to go buy like, a, you know, a cool cat or I want to go buy a mutant <laughs> or uh, doodles, you know. Um, but with like the volume increasing going into Memorial Day weekend and PO, you mentioned on the Twitter Spaces show last year, Memorial Day weekend was insane. That's what Board A Club like absolutely like took off and broke through the 1eth floor um and there was a lot of energy around that i do think that despite eth you know uh being pressured to the downside and i do think that causes some additional nft selling as people start to panic and they're like okay i want to go into cash i still think that with the volume increasing from the low levels that we saw i think there'll there'll still be some opportunities um you know i think specifically with um lower price point projects and specifically with projects maybe that are, are are relatively newer that have some catalysts or like have some like hype and attention um but yeah it, it is interesting that um you know while crypto is crashing you know nft volume is still kind of holding the floor part of that can also be that so i think some people do look at the price of certain nfts in usd terms you mm. know what i mean so you may be like okay like a moonbird right now. If you're sitting in cash, you're like, "Shit, I'm getting a moonbird for 50% off." Like three weeks ago, like, is 45k a good price for a moonbird? And they may just be looking at it in USDC terms, and that may be why we're seeing some some uh, volume uh, pickup. But yeah, it's still very choppy seas out there. And with ETH like retesting the lows, you know, you definitely want to be cautious about you know deploying capital. But I have a certain amount of ETH that like is my one ETH equals one ETH bag. You know what I mean? I don't believe one ETH equals Mm. one ETH with 100% of your net worth. But like I have a portion of ETH that's in my one ETH equals one ETH bag. And so I am looking at that bag and looking at NFTs and being like, okay, is there some projects that I can buy in and and see some real appreciation in ETH terms? And even if ETH is going down, if I can accumulate more ETH in that ETH bag, then it could work out good long term.
0: I'm surprised to hear that you actually do have a 20th, 20th allocation. because I know I know you and I know that you're, you know you're like a Mac you're like a- I gotta just accrue. As, no, I'm just giving you a hard time, but no, no, I am, no, I am actually sure. surprised. Yeah, no, I, I am surprised. I wanted to point out. Someone said that cool cats are pumping right now, and I mean, look at the volume is is actually pretty legit right now. There was a floor sweep of five. I I did see they had a town hall, hundred people in it. I was like on a walk, so I didn't um, join. Like I didn't join the Twitter space, but they were doing a public town hall on Twitter Spaces with over five hundred people in it. And, hmm. um, I
2: wonder if they announced. Made, anything.
0: I mean, or if they did, because the volume's there. Um, I think that this is a project that, like, is is overdue for a bounce back, right? Because it, it was, you know, a little bit of turmoil there for a little bit but um, at the end of the day, it's great, great, great IP and I've been saying that for a long time. I think it's fantastic IP. Um, so I don't know if anybody in the audience knows why it's um, it's pumping, that'd be dope. And sorry they put out a thread but my lag, I, I don't know what's going up.
2: No no problem.' You're, you're, it's, it's not too bad. Um, they, they put out a thread that was like a little short explanation of their roadmap, just reiterating that they're focusing on IP and community. Um, they're going to be building more characters, it says. So more characters besides the cool cat, I guess. So it says more characters equal, equals more opportunities, more opportunity for interacting with our community ecosystem, getting in on the fun and participating with the brand as a whole. Character NFT drops. will mostly be sticking to our original formula with new characters. Keep it simple, make it bold. And they have merch, cool verse. So they, they did just announce, I guess, extra character drops that they're going to be putting out that's something if if you're if you want to go to their um their twitter right there you can see it's it's the first thread that they have but yeah yeah. and
1: i think that's pretty significant ben because um i think one thing people forget about with cool cats is it's like this team didn't raise a ton of money. They minted at mm-hmm. point zero like two was it, or yeah. point zero 0.04 for over half of the total NFTs. The, the,
0: so it was 0. 0.02. It started like 0. 0.08. Yeah. It didn't mint out right away. And they, they lowered yeah. it. It started at
2: 0. 0.06 and yep. then it didn't mint out. They lowered it to 0. 0.02 and then it sold out. And it's, it's hit over 15 ETH floor twice. And so for, for it to be down around three, you know, it, it's been pretty disappointing for a lot of people. And, Uh, They released their roadmap uh, two weeks ago, I think. Yeah, about two weeks ago. And this is another addition to it that wasn't on the 2022 roadmap. So this is definitely a a new addition. I'm not sure exactly what it means. I I bet that the people that are listening on that town hall right now have a much better understanding. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there.
1: And I mean, I know they printed a lot of money on secondary royalties, you know, as well. So it's not like they're like broke. But I guess what I'm saying is in terms of what it seems the project is doing, it seems like they're actually really trying to like deploy the capital they've gotten to this project and like make it into a better project. There's plenty of, you know, projects out there, NFT projects out there that have made more money and are doing considerably less than what Cool Cats is trying to execute on. So... I just wanted to give a little like props to Cool Cats. I felt like they got a lot of fud over the past couple of months. Some of it maybe deserved, some of it maybe undeserved, but I think all of it was around them at least attempting things, like they're mm-hmm. like at least trying to build this ecosystem, the cool marketplace, like all these different things. So, I think in terms of a project that's doing something, you have to rank Cool Cats like pretty high.
0: Yeah, 105 yeah. Ethereum of volume today. Crazy definitely yeah, I mean, a strong day
2: a lot of people say that their mistake was putting out and executing something yeah, it's like the, speaking. don't do anything. Don't do anything. Don't do it's anything. Better. Like Nick talks about this all the time. Like if anything, what you're supposed to do is curse out your community, make them feel like shit, and then they want you more. You know, it's like yeah. that, that whole, you know- The law dating
1: complex. Yeah, law yeah, of attraction, exactly. Yeah, yeah it's, like, it's like back in the day, uh, you know, in, in the dot-com bubble, they would tell companies, and I, I think it even probably happened in this recent cycle with tech, like companies didn't want to show revenue for like a longer period of time, right? They just wanted to build the product out but like not have any revenue cuz when you're pre-revenue, you know, like there's mm-hmm. there's there's nothing speculation. It's, it's all speculation. But as soon as you start generating revenue, then they can like model out right. the value of your company. It's the same thing with like, you know, NFTs. If you do nothing, then it's all speculation what they could do. But god forbid you try to execute on a roadmap that
2: people are like, <laughs> and, "Oh, okay,
1: well then a cool cat should be worth 3 right, there." Right,
2: right. And and you know, they were one of the first uh, quote-unquote blue chips that people would refer to they they were number three at one point behind um punks yeah. and and everyone always leaves out cyber cons but they were behind punks board apes and cool cats at one point they were seen as like that that number three tier yeah. before other things were kicking off and and to be fair they did have a a, a tough rollout of the cool topia with yeah the delays and you know not working but they did put something out that works and they're iterating on. It's just um, people don't want things that work. They want you to guess on what could possibly happen and speculate. So their problem was actually you know, putting pen to paper.
1: P.O.'s internet's yeah. in Goblin Town, dude. <laughs> <laughs> There's some real bear market internet here, dude. dude. That's
2: what happens when you record from a closet.
1: Yeah, dude. <laughs> He's recording from like you know, like a 14-inch mini laptop, dude. You know, with like a 2018 processor, just
2: cooking. At least but, he's smiling. Uh, yeah, so I, I've actually been spending some of this time like building, like building and physically building with my hands i got i got some scrapes from from the screwdriver earlier but uh i've been putting together uh, a whiteboard i got these uh, organizers these shelves that i'm i'm trying to make my office a little bit more organized than it has been and Let's go yeah, yeah it, you know i i'm starting to get on video more and people are seeing my background and i got to make it you know spice it up everyone laughs at me because i have no frames on any of the things that i've printed out it's just like pins and thumbtacks college poster style dude <laughs> yeah, hold on. let me see if I i take my my uh background off and you can see like on the wall yeah was, let's go dude pinned right into the wall and not not even like corkboard or anything so i'm trying to if if you could see you know i started building this shit and putting together some stuff so nice U- using this time to to physically build as well as digital bear markets for build. building dude that's it
0: i don't know if you guys can hear me loud and um, clear Loud and clear. Okay, someone said uh, man has a 40k PFP with a five dollar router. So you gotta, <laughs> love, you gotta love the internet, right? <laughs> like um so you know, looking at the, the volume for today on OpenSea, AI Nightbirds, you know, D Gen play. It's been D Gen season a little bit with Goblin Town and AI Nightbirds here. Number one for volume on the day. Other deed just coming back.
2: Did he just <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did he i thought he purpose? was fucking with us dude i thought he was fucking he oh,
1: he's so mad oh right my now God. i guarantee it I guarantee it. that is it. the he's best so clip
0: <laughs> oh. What
1: happened? <laughs> dude, he just cut out of the best part dude
2: oh it looked like you were doing it on purpose like you just
1: yeah, and other deeds uh-huh. price is that
2: <laughs> you just stop oh. oh man and other other deed is is pumping a little bit too yeah 2.9 pumping
1: man what's going on didn't admit one go down on? to 8.5 so that's a heck of a guap i'm not sure nice if it bounce. actually did
2: i wonder yeah. what's the what's the listings like on yeah. that right now so like seven
1: hours yeah seven or eight hours ago you could have gotten these for like seven ETH.
2: oh it's even higher now it's so over 14. yeah so that's literally a 2x Ooh. in and they were free yeah like were seven free. or eight hours dude see attend the conferences everybody your life can change
1: your life could change i mean my understanding is that the you know smart money and nfts is like positioning this as like g money is going to make the next proof um so if you have that narrative i really should have paid more attention to this getting it you know at 6.5 obviously in hindsight after it doubles you know it, you think that you would have been bullish 24 hours ago no way i would have right i would have been dude, fighting picks. it or something I, I can't stop
2: dying man in the discord they're showing the clips of when po got cut and our reactions to it it's, <laughs> it's one of the best things i've ever seen oh
1: man dude dude that's going to be a meme in and of itself that po face right there dude if you oh, if you ever get rugged in a project or whatever but yeah g money is is uh probably one of the best horses you can bet on in this space so can't be too surprised to see the prices you know, doing that. But I mean, dude, that's what I'm saying. There's still wins in a bear market. I mean, this is literally like a fat 2X in in uh, 24 hours or, or, or whatever. Literally like 6.5 ETH to 14 ETH in 24 hours. Uh, you definitely don't see that opportunity every day in a bull market, much
2: less a bear. That's exactly what happened with Moonbirds. That, that was yep. the same pricing. Yep. Down to... I think seven or eight and then pop back up to 13. But uh, this is only, this is less than a thousand, right? Total. Yeah. A thousand total.
1: Yeah. So it's kind of, it's, it's more comparable to like the proof, you know, and then maybe by owning this, you will get like the moon birds equivalent, which would be, you know, super interesting, but yeah. Great. uh, Great bear market buy here. If anyone got into admit
2: one yesterday, it's hard to, Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
0: Oh yeah, I didn't know if I was here or not. So every time I speak, I'm You're like, "You're looking good I... now. Get okay. in here."
2: It's it's like cleaner too visually. Uh, oh man, he's froze again. <laughs> That's a good freeze too. All
0: right, so we shouldn't
1: we shouldn't compliment him, else it freezes. Uh, your internet sucks, Pio. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah the whole horrible.
0: internet was dead. I couldn't even load Discord. I've... <laughs>
2: <laughs> Can I share my screen? Let's see. Yeah, read? dude, share your screen. Dude, dude, like get this guy it. out of here, dude oh uh, he's got it he's got to count me in he's got to tag me in um one of the things I wanted to show is there's there's a website called nft oh there we go nftgo.io oh, cool. and um I, I saw something really interesting you know the the volumes definitely been down as we've noticed but in the last three months the trend of holders has continued to increase and in the last three months we've gone up almost four hundred thousand holders Um, and I, I assume that's probably like unique wallets, but that's still a a very good number. So it it looks like even though the volume's down, people are, um, entering entering the space. space. Yeah. Yeah, And, and that's, that's a good sign If, if that was dipping as well, I think that would be a little bit more difficult to, to work with, but seeing that there's more people getting in makes me feel a little bit better. And I think that we're. You know, we're we're getting time to educate people right now. And one of the things that I'm going to focus on in the short term is like uh, security, you know, what to do with with your assets, how to protect them, but also like, you know, what to spend your time on as well. Not just like, you know, sitting in discords is great and seeing what other people are calling is is awesome. But, you know, you, you want to be able to, you know, learn how to fish, right, not just get served the fish. So it, it's it's something that you want to pay attention to. You no, know, the, these are things that I think we're we're getting the opportunity to spend a little bit more time with people who are new. Where you know, in the last man six months has has just been roller coasters of of just so much volume up and down that it's hard to really take the time and pace yourself to be able to understand in depth concepts. Like most people don't really understand the contracts and the DeFi and the staking and how any of that stuff works so this is a good time to at at least show people you know what kind of metrics you should be looking at to evaluate things um what what's new out there what kind of concepts should you familiarize yourself with so that when we do start to hit these much higher um upturns you know and even if it's a relief bounce you can kind of figure out you know, yeah, you can like trade some meta-trek.
1: technicals off of this stuff. Do you mind? Yeah. I love this website. I can't believe I haven't used it before. Do you mind looking at the one year and the market cap and volume, the top graph on your screen? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, just so this, is, so this NFT... is the market cap of all NFTs?
2: Yeah, this, so this is wow, the, look at that. the market cap. So I, I, I can't personally uh, attest to the, the accuracy of their numbers. I haven't verified them myself, but I'd have to assume that they're they're not just making stuff up. Yeah, so it looks they're...
1: it looks very accurate to me. We basically, if you look at it, dude, we, this looks like a chart. Like, this looks like a tradable chart. We literally double topped on market cap, right? We topped in January, February, yeah. retraced down because of World War III, uh, went back up, double topped there, and now we're making, you know, new lows. It'll be interesting to see where we would fall, but you have to think at a certain aggregate market cap level, things start to get pretty juicy, you know, especially if we, like, break below $20 billion.
2: Yeah, I would I would say um, when when we were consistently hitting over two billion a day, that's when things we that's when we probably should have said like, <laughs> like how much time. higher can we go, right? Yeah, like, like, <laughs> like, look because look at the the volume. Like th- this is if 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 you had to call this something, you could say like this is this seven point four is like a support line almost. Yeah, especially across here. So when we saw this massive shot up for this month we probably should have been like there's this there's, there's there's a top nearby you know there's yeah. there's a local top but <laughs> we literally
1: need like the fed to start buying nfts to keep the volume up <laughs> at these
2: levels you know what's funny around that time is when um they announced that the uh the congress is, is not allowed to i forget the exact one but like they're not allowed to trade yeah it was actually yeah.
1: the federal reserve board i think yeah, um, yeah.
2: like got out of it yeah they marked the Pico top dude yeah so like i mean you you do see these runs that happen um so I, i i look at this and we get about one to two runs per quarter and when you i come from a little bit of a background with stocks um but one of the things that i learned is there's a meta game and so when you have a you know tesla goes on a run People who can't afford that necessarily will look to see what are the cheaper electric vehicle alternatives. And they buy derivatives, just like in NFTs. Same things happen. So when you start to see these these runs of volume, it's it's good to figure out like, okay, well, what what's selling right now? Well, these pieces, uh, you know, the, if you guys remember these these um, white backgrounds with black text on it called Loot. Loot. and <laughs> everybody's getting super excited about it. And so, what else came out? Blute came out, and all these other kind of derivatives. But it, it's it's a meta that happens. It you know the Cool Cat sparked the the cute meta. Um, Pixel Vault sparked the um com, like the secondary uh, burn factor mid pass yep. meta. So everyone started doing that. So Wolf that there's game. Wolf
1: game is a great one, right? Yeah. Wolf
2: game came out. There's like you know 15 clones that followed it. Exactly, exactly. So I like to look at this kind of stuff. And and, you know, it's, it's not always going to give you the the context that you need. But if you've been around for a while, it helps you understand the trends and, and things that tend to happen. So these are good times to get more familiar with the macro and not just a specific project that someone told you about. But how do you become the person who's able to find the projects,
1: dude, uh, someone just posted in chat. NFT Worlds is at two point five five. Speaking wow. of uh, speaking of massive pullbacks, because I mean that's at that's at a cool cat level, if not worse, because they got up to fifteen ETH I think at one point in time. Eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah, and they're down. Uh, so now it's at three point one eight four. I guess someone must have just like panicked, floored. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No. It's, yeah. Some people were dumping to offers at two
2: point five. Worlds is a project. That during the bull run got a lot of attention because there's Total. a lot of land talk, yeah. and worlds being one that had, uh, so there there was two things, two major events that happened with worlds. There was the the both of the airdrops, and th- those were the things that were, uh, sorry, three. So you, if you add in the staking as well, so the the first one, if you had a world, the way that it worked was there was anywhere from like ten thousand world tokens to thirty five thousand world tokens, and f- for every world that you held there was a unique amount of tokens that you would be dropped during each event so during the first event you know maybe you make 25,000 world tokens um and then you, if you hold the longer you held until the next event you you can earn up to that 25,000 again and so after that that's when most people um had the the uh, highest amount of circulation that they could get without buying and then they also introduced the staking and so without any immediate utility since they did staking um it, it's just been a difficult road for them to recover
1: yeah and they also they sat on like two axes right they sat on the metaverse axie which included sandbox and Decentraland, and they mm-hmm. also at the same time sort of sat uh on the gaming axie which is you know uh um, like, you know, competing against Gala Games or, you know, all, all of these different, like, game studio kind of things. Because, you know, it's a metaverse, but, like, their whole application was, like, Minecraft games, play to earn games. And so I think they kind of got double whacked. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it, the sitting on both axes really benefited them uh, when, you know, uh, metaverse land was hot and when GameFi was hot. But then when GameFi goes south and metaverses go south, you know, they kind of got, you know, double whacked as well. But I mean, they had some pretty impressive player uh, growth numbers over like the past, like, you know, month or so in terms of like people actually playing games on NFT worlds, I think it was like up to like 40,000, which is, which is pretty impressive. I'm not sure if that's all unique people or unique wallets or, or whatever. Um, but I mean, all I know that we had him on the show, we interviewed, uh, Pio and I interviewed him back in the day when they were at like, you know, 0. 0.5 or whatever. Uh, the guy that's behind the project, I am Mark Dev is his Twitter handle is super smart mm-hmm. in like multiple successful tech exits in his, in his career. Like, um, so th- th- that's a, the NFT worlds is a kind of project where you, you, you th- it seems like that could be a pretty strong bet. Not saying right now, but I'm saying like in a bear market, like opportunities for things that could make really strong comebacks. Uh, there's two plays here, right? You can buy the land, but you also can buy the token, which is way down at like 0.05 cents. The day it came out, it was at 0.08. P.O. got me on it. I bought some, made a good bag. But, I mean, it's down like 90% from yeah. the highs. But, I mean, the team the team builds and like works hard yeah. over there. So, I mean, that's definitely one I'll, I'll keep on my radar. Um,
2: you also had other side come out since then which is very true it's it's a competitor in the way that they're both land that could be built on and played but they are very different things and and i think world's biggest problem is their lack of marketing because they're they're like the the essence of builders that's what they do and they they never really um spent a lot of time with promotion of it and i think i think what they should do is is try to go through microsoft and, you know, Microsoft using Minecraft, if there's a way for them to have not not be bought out by them, but have some kind of partnership or strategic partnership to help get Microsoft more involved in Web3, I think that's where they could really, you know, do something big.
1: Definitely. There's a lot of like technology they've built that they can license like they have like gasless transactions running on Polygon. So like people can like swap world token and get world token without touching the blockchain. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I agree. Uh, but you, you know, definitely an interesting project. I think if they keep grinding over there, uh, we could see a another little uh, resurgence. Also, they were one of the first like Freedom Mints, maybe the one of the most successful
2: Freedom Mints. So crazy, um, so crazy. Yeah, that,
0: that was the case, man. With the eighteen ETH, my god. Yeah, Freedom Mint eighteen.
2: I sold my last one at fifteen. No Oof. big deal. No big deal. No with big
1: deal. it, and that was fifteen when ETH was like
2: thirty five hundred. So that's yeah. like the
1: equivalent of selling at like thirty ETH right now. <laughs> I
2: I bought him around like one ETH or oh, so. That's so a cut, like, dude. That's what yeah, we all live for—is those kind of plays, dude. That that yeah, but like I loved worlds, but there was a certain point where I thought that, you know, I just I wasn't gonna be able to do enough with it at that time. Yeah. So holding on at that valuation just didn't seem to me like it the the upside would go a lot higher from there
1: yeah based on the valuations and like how much you're already up on like 15x you're like how much higher can this go until there's actual like real implementation that's one of the trickiest things about trading and investing in nfts is because sometimes you fall in love with a project and then you can't sell it you know or like your 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 sellability is disillusioned or something Uh, And you you start freaking out a little bit um, and and unholding because all projects, not all, you know, like Borde Biakala pretty much, you know, didn't go straight up, but it consistently trended up. I mean, it's still even at its prices now, you can't say that it's like in a true bear market. Like the graph is still incredible, but like a lot of projects out there, you know, whether it's a token or an NFT you get like this certain amount of run where like a lot of hype builds up and like the hype is what causes the speculation, which causes the price appreciation. But a lot of times it gets way far ahead of the project itself. It's like, no matter how good yeah. NFT Worlds is, they've been building with a small team for like six months. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So like, there's only so much that they can get
2: done in six months to support like that level of like speculation. So um, it was also the meta at the time. You, yeah. You know, it's one of those things that we were... We were just talking about like the theme at that time was land so there was a like worldwide... what you're saying
1: with like the you know the no identify the trend and then buy all of the derivatives right
2: mm-hmm. Net, well, not even derivatives. So or alternatives. Um, yeah, alt- alternatives is, is a more accurate word, I would say, because I'm I'm not big on derivatives personally. I think yeah. that.
1: Yeah, I'm using derivative in the wrong way. Yeah, de- yeah.
2: derivatives are, are cool degen plays sometimes, but you know I try to stay away from it. But yeah, alternatives like you you do get the trickle down effect also. So for instance, it's not just I can't afford that 15th play, but it's hey I just you know, sold something for 15 ETH that I bought for one ETH, what else should I put my money into? You know, so there, there is a little bit of a trickle down. So, like for instance, when I sold the the worlds that I had, I then went and bought a World Wide Web land, the apartment land, um treeverse land from loopify Um what other land was going on at that time? So it was just like the meta. there there's yeah sandboxes the uh, and properties properties even got caught up them. in that. yeah, so so <laughs> Council of King. so there was a but the thing is I was also looking to flip. so when i when i'm when I'm buying in, I'm not just saying, what let me get an alternative so now I can hold that land in the future. It's more about other people are going to be rushing in to buy. So let me buy the alternative if it gets to a point where, I'd see the volume start to run out a little bit or the valuation gets higher than where I think it is. I have no problem flipping that and trying to continue running that game or pulling money off uh, in, you know, into stables.
0: And I don't know if I'm here. I don't know if you're going to be able to hear me. I've, I've been hesitant to say anything because of the Internet. But uh, speaking of stable, uh, how stable is FTX so stable. as a sponsor, so as a cryptocurrency exchange? Uh, you talked about stock trading earlier, buying Tesla stock, things like that. And when a uh, Tesla stock runs, you buy the kind of cheaper alternatives. Well, with FTX, you can just buy fractional shares of that stock that you want with their new stock trading platform without payment for order flow. So FTX has been a fantastic sponsor for us. I'm super there, stock trading platform. And as always, we've, we've talked about this so many times, but got to give you a reminder, fastest transactions on NFTs, and some of the cheapest fees in the game spreads when buying cryptocurrencies like Ethereum. And look, pretty decent time to buy. I'm not saying the dip ain't going to keep dipping, uh, but you could start dollar cost averaging now and be ready to buying a Lambo in the next bull run. Uh, So just want to remind everybody about FTX. Sign up at thenifty.com slash FTX or with the nifty on your ftx mobile app um but ben you are just the tools guy man this nft go tool is fire i i, I did not mm. know that this thing existed kicks what do you make of like like how low that chart is volume look now you know compared to that january blow off top
1: yeah dude makes it makes it uh makes it look pretty shitty not gonna lie um <laughs> There's no real way to sugar cut it. I mean, speaking of like, you know, like, like Pico, Pico tops or anything like that, it was, it was really other deeds the assigned just to sell everything. You know what I mean? When we're sitting at a hundred million in volume and just one day, like a half a billion in volume comes into the, uh, comes into the market. But I mean, yeah, I mean, one thing you have to say is that like NFTs, we've definitely succeeded as a community, as an industry with the volume that did happen. Like any any type of cycle like trans, transformative industries go through things like this boom bust cycles it's just a fact of the matter but the fact that we boomed to the level that we boomed at where there was like a point in time where we were doing like you know billions of dollars uh, uh a week in uh volume like that's super significant and that, i think that shows that like the desire for nfts and has been you know showed like the amount of people unique wallets holding nfts continues to go up even in this bear market it's in the millions now like above 2 million um I think it shows that like this this bull run really showed the potential for nfts and I think it's setting us up really well for the next bull run where it could be even bigger Uh, but the next bull run is probably going to have like, you know, more interesting things happening. We're going to see more things happening with NFTs outside of the current paradigm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's there like, this is a proper bear market. When you look at the volumes right now, compared to like where they were at the highs, even a couple of months ago. Um, I think the most dangerous thing that people can do, especially if they're new to, uh, investing is, is trying to catch a falling knife and, you know not enough people fully appreciate what that is like catching a falling knife is where you think you're at the bottom on something and you buy it and then it goes down another 50 percent i just saw this sad like a uh, tweet on on twitter today pretty much outlining it where this guy's like you know i'm feeling super depressed right now um uh, because like i keep trying to get in on trades and who knows if it's nfts who knows if it's crypto or a mixture of both but like keeps trying to go on these trades and then is getting whacked and, and said basically that this person said they gave back eight or nine months worth of gains now at this point. Mm. And like, that's something that you like want to avoid. You want to protect your profit accumulation if possible. Like if you're going into a bear market, you want to keep that stack. You want to be in the green. You can nibble on some plays, right? Like I I made a fun DJ play yesterday, but like that's a fraction of my stack. Like I'm not looking to allocate a significant way. Cause if you do that and the bear market continues, that's how you give you round trip. That's how you round trip and you give back all of your gains. And then you're like, well, what the hell was the point of the last year and a half? Mm -hmm. You know, I made like zero dollars. So like you got to be willing to sit on your hands a little bit, I think, during this period. Um, You know, go get a fucking hobby. You know, I know (laughs) NFTs was your hobby, but like, you know, Ben's becoming a carpenter over there. Like, you know, he's doing skilled, skilled work over there. I got Um, a few.
2: I got I got a few suggestions I can give to people on on what 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 to do in the bear market um we're gonna do ben's hobby hour ben's hobby hour so well the the first thing i'd just like to comment on what you were just saying about um, people trying to catch falling knives and there's a few things to to understand once you buy something you might you know you're paying gas but then there's also going to be fees on top of them when you sell so you know a lot of projects have up to 10 percent that's being taken out right away so Understand that that you're you're essentially losing five to ten percent right off the bat just from selling because of what the fees yeah. are, yep. but then also if your if your floor price drops by fifty percent, it has to jump by a hundred percent to recover. So um, understand that like people think that oh well it went down fifty percent, it just has to go back up fifty percent. No, it has to go up a hundred percent. So it has to double to get back to where it is. So it's just like. Something math-wise that I think a lot of people underestimate. They think, well, if it goes down 50%, it goes back up 50%. It, that's not actually the case. But uh, so, so some things I don't I don't say I don't I won't say these are all hobbies, but uh, a few things that that you can work on in in the in the bear market. The first is wallet security. So it's important to to understand where your assets are, um, what wallets you own, and what they're used for so um my buddy boonchu bets uh put out a a infographic the other day um to have five different wallets i don't think it's necessary to have um that many but if you want to be super secure um you can but the three wallets that you should have is one should be a hot wallet like a straight up hot wallet that doesn't really have that much stuff on it doesn't really have that many nfts or that that much uh crypto but you use it to Do things like connect your wallet you know collab land or you know claim free things if you need to then you have a a wallet that's a little you know more warm wallet where you use sometimes if you need to but it has higher value assets on it but ones that you may not mind connecting to things but you want to be a little bit more careful then you should also have a cold wallet that you have your highest value assets that you just never touch and potentially more than one cold wallet to keep yourself more safe. So while security is really important, you should definitely be paying attention to Um, trimming the fat in your wallets. So this is something I I talked about earlier on the the morning show, trimming the fat, trimming the fat. So like, you know, if you have three to five quantity or something like that of an NFT, just for an example, it's worth selling one or two of those just to, Take a little profit. You know, it can drop further. So you know, get some liquidity. Yeah. Uh, you know, I love th- that. I think it's something that everybody should sh- should have been doing since like September. Um, but if and you d- weren't and- in, and yeah, and Ben, to give like a perfect example of why
1: that's important is because also in the next bull run. It's not always the existing projects that pump first. A lot of times it's the new stuff that pumps first. And then the once the bull market kind of kicks on full right. steam, then the old stuff starts making like big comebacks. PO and I traded on Nifty Gateway. Nifty Gateway had a big boom in January, February, March. Then like a huge bear market in April, May. Um, but then in May, end of May, NFTs started taking off on OpenSea and there was so much money to be made on OpenSea for like that two, three month period. Uh, but if you were all, if you were just sitting in all your old nifty gateway bags, they delayed that bull run by like at least a month or two. Like those ones really started peaking in like late July, August, and the bull run like started like middle end of May. So if you just sat in all of your old bags, you would have missed like two and a half months of like action. action. And yes. so if you take Ben's advice and like, if you have, you know, you can trim the fat in some areas in your portfolio and you can get that into cash. That's your, that's your gunpowder for the All next right. bull run. And that allows you with the rest of your bag, not to have these tough decisions where you're like missing on stuff. Cause you have no liquidity, but yeah. you don't want to sell like your bag at the start of a bull run. Like if you trim the fat
2: now, get that stack of gunpowder, then you can take shots. I like that. It's important, and it's something that you should always be doing, in my opinion until you're in a position where you don't need those profits anymore. So I did that with board Apes early on. I made more money from flipping it than, you know than if I would have sold any further. So like I made good flips early on to put myself in a position where I got so much of a return back on my investment already that I could just sit and wait a couple months without. Uh, ever feeling like i would even be underwater in the project so until until i've had that feeling i don't mind trimming the fat of everything if you have two you know it's not a bad idea to sell one keep one if you have three sell one or two if you have five sell two it's not a bad idea but the the thing that i don't try to do is undercut everything i don't try to put you know Dump everything. List them all under the floor. I'll you know list some near the floor, maybe a little bit above the floor. If the floor drops again, maybe one I'll put at the floor. But I I I don't want in these low uh, low time these times of low liquidity. I don't want to be the source of crashing anything. And I think-
1: I, I actively crash floors with love with it? a passion. I just <laughs> I just absolutely demolish those floors. You know, if we were all in a movie theater and the fire uh, alarm went off, you know, I'd be like pushing over people, getting out that door first. No, I'm kidding. I totally totally, uh, respect that. Um, And you are right because actually if you – kind of attack the floor a little too much. You can kind of set the other sellers into a panic mode yeah. and they start going below you. It's it's sort of like game theory, right? It's like yeah. okay, if I do this, then I'm going to make the other sellers, you know, do this. So, I like that strategy of kind of like peppering it in
2: like, you know, around the around the floor right there. Yeah. And and that's that's something that I learned from Pranksy early on um when when he when I saw him with the apes. Yeah. He he did it so well and and like almost in a way that I would describe as like tasteful in the way that he listed things. So he staggered them so much that it gave people an opportunity to not, you know, not be stuck with his wall of a hundred pranxies, but like he would have them, you know, staggered like all the way up. Out. Yeah. Cause listen, the guy bought like a thousand of them. I don't mind that he's going to be selling. Right. But if you dump them all at the floor, create cell walls, it just makes it more difficult for the community. Also, you know, for yourself, like if you put up a cell wall, it makes it, then, then you're not giving people the incentive to buy at the floor as much because it's like, well, it's not going to go up if I buy it. You're you're going to need more people to buy these other yeah. listings too, you know, just just on a smaller scale. Um, but so here, number three, uh, learn new skills. So learning new skills is something that I've been I've been working on. Uh, you know, there's a, a lot of great YouTube videos and um, Khan Academy udemy courses things that you can do for free where you can learn coding you can learn digital marketing you can learn sales tactics all these things that will help you not just survive but thrive in web three to the point where you can take courses to put on your resume to show people this is what i did during the bear market things like that love that number four um and, and sorry if you, if someone wants to jump in Phil, no no go keep going oh keep going uh, number four would be organize your area so wh- wherever you work, wherever you sleep, get it organized, and this is something that i've I've never been amazing at, but i I do it often enough that it clears my head when I do so and puts me in a place where I know where things are. um you know, I throw things away that I don't need. It's like cleaning out your fridge, you know, you don't want mold in there because it'll affect the rest of it, so I try to do the same in my areas um and, Love and just. That. Get them clean, so I'm I'm feeling good, and there's you know I know what's around me, and I don't have to think as much. Where are things? And it's just you know saving brain power. Um, the another one would be catch up on DMs and emails. It, it's you know at, at least for people who get them. <laughs> I, I you know, if you don't get them, it doesn't matter. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Wow, you're a super cool influencer, bro. Oh, yeah, sorry, um, you got a pile of DMs sorry, to catch guys. up on.
2: <laughs> yeah yeah but uh i'm just horrible with it I, me too I, I, i'm so bad even text you know like if your family has been reaching out to you and you don't respond t- take this as a good time to to catch up um another one would be research new projects and uses for nfts so not just what's dropping tomorrow that i can degen into for a flip but what's coming out in the next month or two that they're you know they're teasing things out they're putting out white papers they're showing that they have a team and you know they're doing good in marketing I'm going into their discord they have a community so it's all these things that it's not just like what's a free mint for tomorrow that I could degen into but what what are new use cases of nfts that may start those kind of bull runs when they launch and potentially be able to get in for an allow list ahead of time because a lot of times by the time you find these good ones these Potential blue chip projects—they're—they're they're already closed off, and you have almost no shot because they have 350,000 followers on Twitter, and you have no chance. So it's good to get in early. And the ones that that I try to look for are ones that provide new use cases for NFTs, and I've been doing that since since last year. I, I like—I really like that one too because that can help you
1: identify the next great projects that would be coming out in a bull run. PO uh, talked a lot about the. Um, the fashion uh trend that i think happened in what was it february of this year fashion mm-hmm. nft trend um and if you picked up on that if you identified that earlier enough along there was like three or four plays that were just legit free money like legit free money plays if you got in on them um you know door darcells was like a easy five six seven excerpt there was a couple of other ones but like you I didn't buy Dior ourselves. Cause like when I first saw it, I had no perspective or understanding in my mind of like fashion NFTs. Right. And so I just completely rolled it off. I'm like, the art's ugly. I don't know about what the, what the project is about, whatever. And I skipped on it. Right. But like, if I had done a little bit of research and understood like, okay, like, uh, Adidas, you know, and Nike came into the market. So there's going to be more fat. You know, they're more sports and fashion, but there's going to be more of these kind of plays coming to the market. If you develop that thesis already, then when the opportunities like present themselves, you can make that like snap call.
0: Absolutely. Well, exactly. I love I love that top five things to do in a bear market from Ben. I didn't even know. Yeah, that was, awesome, from, <laughs> that was awesome, incl-
2: dude. Yeah, no problem.
0: Ben's got this. These this stuff on deck.
2: On deck, baby,
1: ready to go. <laughs> he had that over on the whiteboard that he showed earlier. You know, listed it all out.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, you got to be prepared.
0: Well, this was a fantastic episode, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you follow Beck Benjamin X on. I'm sure you do follow him, but in case you don't, make sure you follow him. Um, and we're excited to have him on here. You know, once a week these days, and and definitely, you know, from time to time on the morning show. More often than not, it seems because he's committed. Um, but thanks so much for watching. Uh, as usual and shout out to ben and we will catch you guys next time
2: see you later guys
0: see you later